I'm Nicole Wakeland. And I'm Eileen Falkenberg-Hull. And this is Fast Women, brought to you by Newsweek. We travel the world, stay in the best hotels, drive the newest cars, and have off-the-beaten-path adventures. And we're going to tell you all about it. Let's buckle up and hit the road. Let's hit the road. Angry Eileen. Damn it. Hit the road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, welcome back to another episode of Fast Women. We are recording this on a Wednesday, and uh, I think it's still Monday, though. Nicole and I are having a series of Mondays. Have you ever had that where you're just like, this Monday just keeps repeating? It's like Groundhog Day of like bad stuff going wrong. It has, and and today's Monday. It's only 8 o'clock in the morning as we're recording this, folks, and I'm like, I mean, I'm going to be a couple minutes late because my coffee maker exploded. I'm like, I need the coffee before I can have the podcast. And literally, I walk into the kitchen, just coffee, grounds, all assorted everywhere around your little coffee maker. I, I took care of that in our podcasting. And I was like, it's still Monday. Monday has not gone away. <laughs> it's it's just been like like 8 a.m. Monday morning until 8 a.m. Wednesday morning, just like one thing after another. And it hasn't yes. been like cars. It, like that, that the car stuff has been great. I mean, like, no, yeah. I'll take it back. You had a cars issue, but like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you had a cars issue. But like it's just been like like and it's like work stuff, it's personal stuff. It's just like you just feel like you're tumbling down the hill. And then it's just yes. like, is 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 it Wednesday or is it Monday? And then you've confirmed me it is Monday, which I'm getting on a plane yeah. after this. So I'm really excited oh, to God. see what happens there. I'm not checking oh, a bag though. Lord. Everybody stay away from ATL because Atlanta's <laughs> co- coming through and who knows what's gonna happen. I know. Hurricane Eileen's coming through, Atlanta headed mm-hmm. to Texas. Um yeah. but before we do that, we're gonna talk a little bit yes. about the Ford F-150 Raptor R, yes. which I saw last week, the Toyota Crown, which mm. you, both of us saw last week. And we're yes. talk a little bit about road trip destinations. Um, you and I had, there's one particular stretch of road along the coast uh, of the East Coast that you and I have road tripped on a lot. So we'll talk a little bit about our favorite destinations yes. there. The really good news this week is we got to see the Ford F-150 Raptor R. I saw it in the flesh. Most of you guys saw it uh, on the screen um, and in articles and in videos and it is so magnificent. It's pretty amazing. It'll make your Monday feel less Monday just looking at it. You'll be happier. <laughs> I just, I, I, I just, I, I walked in to this. So I went up to the proving grounds up in Michigan last week. I walked in and I was just like, oh, I like a big truck. Like I like big trucks and, it, and I cannot lie. Like I, I like a big truck. <laughs> and this one is just like, it rides on 37 inch tires. Okay. It, it, it looks like a Raptor, right? So they didn't do much to make it not look like a regular Raptor, but this is Raptor yeah. R. So it's got a supercharged 5.2 liter V8 engine um, that comes from the Shelby GT500. They've modified it a little bit um, to make just it truck worthy. Um, yes. But it is like, you get there and you're like, oh, this is going to sound good. Oh, this is going to make environmentalists shirk. Like, it's just like everything you want about a big, powerful truck. It's the most powerful Raptor ever. Uh, it joins the Bronco Raptor and the Ranger Raptor and the F-150 Raptor in the lineup. And if you're like, Ranger Raptor, well, let me tell you. So the Ranger Raptor is sold overseas. We don't have it yet here in the U.S. We don't sad get face. it because the sad, sad, sad face. Please, Ford, bring it here. And they're going to. They're going to. They've said they no. are uh, publicly. Like it's not just me revealing something I'm yeah. not supposed to. Um, right. But the new rain, the new Ranger is coming. The new next gen Ranger is coming. We've already seen it overseas. Mm-hmm. It's coming to the U.S. We made in the U.S. And we're going to get the Ranger Raptor with that. So there's some fun off roading stuff ahead. Um, yes. With that, is there still place for a V8 in the U.S.? 
Like, is it okay? Yes. Like, yeah. I think, well, okay. So I think you, I think there's a, a, a segment of people that are listening and are like, curse you, you're destroying the environment and you ha- can't have a V8 because it's evil and nobody wants one anymore and it's horrible. But then there's just as many, possibly more people going, I get that, but I still really, really want one. And <laughs> I think the, I get that I still really, really want one people are going to buy this. And I think yeah. there's a lot of those people. I think a lot of people still like that. People aren't ready to give up yet. At some point, okay, we can say goodbye to this kind of stuff, but that's not today. Today we say hello to the Raptor R, so. Yeah, I, I would say hello to the Raptor R every morning in mm-hmm. a very like, good morning, Raptor R, how are you? Good morning, Raptor R, how yes. are you this morning, I would sweetheart? talk to it, I would talk to it. Like it was like, like it, it was some sort of Batman scenario. It would be, it would be very, it would be very lovely. It's $109,000, put it out there. So not everybody's buying it. Um, right. But it is like, it's just, it's just, it's great. And it's subtle. Like that's kind of what I like about it is, when I was talking to the Ford folks, wait, they were like, wait, wait, you just called this. I'm looking at a picture, Eileen. It looks subtle. like it's literally going, looking at me through the screen going, it's subtle. <laughs> it's subtle. So, okay. So, okay. So a Raptor, a F-150 Raptor is what it is, right? It's, it's aggressive and it's, it's brutish, but it, it's cool. But like, they took that and they could have done like some sort of hopped up on steroids look with it with giant fender yes. flares and like shark wing or whatever. Like they could have done some really weird wacky stuff with it, uh, but they did not They just changed like they put the Raptor logo, Raptor R logo on there, which is a code orange color, with some orange toe mm-hmm. hooks on there, a little bit orange accents, little rear graphic that's got an Easter egg in it. Um, the graphics mm-hmm. kind of meant to look like a dried lake bed. So it's 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 honestly it's not as I'm going to use the word trashy. As some graphics, <laughs> uh, I'm not a huge graphics fan, but um, this one, I this one I can live with. Um, but it's actually it's really cool. Like so, they've got that done. Um, but there's really not a lot to it that's super different, at least from just looking yeah. at it. Like you'll see the emblem, you'll know what it is. Um, but people who, on the outside don't. What will set it apart is it's four exhaust modes, and the uh, oh, you put it in Baja mode, and it and it, and it it makes a sound coming from its back end that I can only describe <laughs> as putting hair on my chest. And it is it is so sexy. It is so sexy. It just growls and it roars and it it makes me want to be a better woman. It's just no, it's you fantastic. Right. It, <laughs> it does look really good. Actually, I'm a huge fan of looking at a picture of the wheels, the 37 inch. Actually, the description just, I love the description because I'm looking at Ford's site. It's toothy land eaters, hulking 37 inch all terrain tires with row after row of biting teeth. I'm like, good Lord. Okay. okay. But I they guess their amazing. marketing department got a raise based on I know, that. right? <laughs> <laughs> but it, they do look really, really good. I mean, they look, it, it does look good. It, it has that beefy, big truck capable off-roader beast but you're right they could have gone overboard they could have gone one step further and if they did somewhere in the design somebody else went whoa 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 boys and and dialed them back to just the right spot so it the the look of this thing is fantastic and one of the things they kept talking about um i interviewed tony greco who kind of ran the program over there for the development Mm -hmm. of the vehicle and he was like you know we had this great base so we didn't want to change the base too much but they did go and they they put the engine in it as a tester and they took it out to the desert with all the regular raptor stuff and then they went oh no this isn't gonna work so they had to like (laughs) they kept the chassis a lot the same but they had like suspension components and shocks they had to change and all of that sort of thing so it it, and, and like the Raptor is really good. Like, so I haven't driven it off road and that's and it's a series of unfortunate events for another day, but I did drive yes. it from Detroit to Sault Ste. Marie in January and then back. And I have to say the chassis was fantastic. And I think I told you at the time, I did not feel a single bump in the, in the Michigan pavement, the whole way to Sault Ste. Marie, which, which is, is saying really something. saying something like not mm-hmm. just for a truck, but like for any vehicle. And especially right. I mean, Michigan roads are not known 
for their <laughs> lovely structure. They are not known for being the most smooth, well-paved, well-cared-for roads in the country. <laughs> right. We're not talking about Santa Barbara roads. We're talking about Detroit no. roads. And I, and it was easy to drive. I mean, like, and it's a hulking truck, right? And on 30, so that truck I had was on 37, so the same inch tire. And mm-hmm. I literally, like, there was a point I was like, oh, there, it's, it's a little icy. I'm going to take it into Saginaw and I'm going to get out and I'm going to take a photo. And I pulled into this, like, I think it's called Crayola Park. And I pulled it. It was next to the river. It's beautiful. There's 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 mm-hmm. um, manufacturing, old manufacturing. So like, and it was a red truck. Everything was white because it had snowed and there was glistening ice. And I was like, this is for me. I parked the truck. I go to get out. And I, I, I didn't completely fall on my bottom, but I was hanging from the steering wheel with my feet going out from underneath me in a precarious manner that the gentleman in the, let's say, three generations old Toyota Sierra at the other side of the parking lot, who I hope was enjoying his lunch and not doing anything else, got to see. <laughs> um, and I genuinely hope that the folks at the Saginaw, uh, whatever their parks department is, has it on camera because it was one of the funnier things of my life. I was literally, it was like, well, it's like your feet are going out from underneath you. And then you're like, wait a second, I'm okay. I'm still alive. Then I stepped down and I fell on my butt because it was all ice. Um, I don't think it was because it was all ice. It was also because it was Eileen. I mean, that's very you face. That is that is like peak Eileen right there. You just step out. It could be perfectly sunny, 72 degree day, dry, solid pavement. You step out and we. It could be that I'm stepping out of like a Forester too. Like it could be like, it doesn't have to be a truck that I actually have to climb into. Right. Um, But yeah, so, so it's, it's, it is what it is. That's just kind of me. But anyway, so the chassis is fantastic. And also what I like is that, you, so a lot of times when you get a performance sports car, you don't get all the tech that you get in a regular mm-hmm. car. Like they, they, they de-tech it in order to like, I mean, back in the day, and I guess it's not the case anymore for most supercars, for race cars, yes, but you wouldn't get air conditioning. You wouldn't get power windows. You wouldn't get all the right. safety, safety regulations aside. This you don't. You get all the same stuff. You get in a regular F-150 plus drive modes and plus other things. And that's, I like that. Like, I feel like the tech is as important to the driver these days, no matter if you're driving a truck that is at home going at high speed in the desert, or if you're driving, you know, something like an F-150 Lightning, or even just, you know, your your F-150 XLT work truck. Like it's it's right. a very, it's a it's a good spot for them to be in. And it doesn't, I mean, I'll say it doesn't cost them a lot more to put it in there because they've already got it developed, but it's just nice that they're transferring that over and giving drivers all of that tech as well. Yes, I agree. And I'm excited to drive this at some point. I hope I get a chance to drive it. It's amazing. I have a Looks feeling so good. I have a feeling you and I and some big honking helmets in the desert is going to happen here. Maybe this 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 later in the fall, early winter. Well, you know, I want to look the, again because you guys. I said I was on the site. I mean, which is hilarious. You guys, you got to go to the the just the public site for the F one fifty or dot com. Ford.com. But like the pictures are all like, yeah, in your face world. Even the guy who's driving the car, he's got this black helmet and black everything and black gloves. And he looks like, I'm like, what, what exactly do you think is going to happen? What, who is this for like special ops people? Like, who are they deciding this? I want to look, I want to dress like the guy in that picture, Eileen. I want all black. We're going to dress like like Johnny Cash and drive F-150 Raptor R. I I can get down with that, especially if it's like cooler because I've got black jeans. I've got a black shirt. We could do this look that this guy has going on. We would be super badass. Well, we have to wear gloves. I don't want to wear gloves. Well, little leather, little black riding, uh, drive riding gloves. I'm on a horse. Driving gloves? <laughs> I don't have those. Maybe I have some 80s ones with like the lace, the, fa- the, the really lace. cheap lace. 
Maybe I could wear my like Cindy Lauper special. And the Madonna yeah. version, the Madonna Johnny Cash version yes. of the guy in that picture. Yes. <laughs> I guess I would be the Madonna in this. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, but okay. So, so that's F-150 Raptor R and it is beauteous and it is glorious and I cannot mm-hmm. wait to drive it. And I think that the public Same. is going to love it. Not just the you folks in the forums it. who have been asking about it for years and years and rightly yes. so might I add. Uh, And I'm so glad that Ford brought it to market, even though it's not an electric vehicle, it's not electrified and all that jazz. So when we come back, we will talk about the Toyota Crown. We'll talk about you and I going to Austin. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Fast Women. We are now moving away from Detroit, where I was last week, and we're moving into Austin, Texas, which is where you and I met up last week as well. After I was in Detroit, it was a whole thing. Yes. It was a week. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. It wasn't very yeehaw, though. We stayed at the Omni Barton Creek Resort and Spa. It it was there. Wait, 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 wait. Was there even barbecue at any point during? There wasn't even a dinner. No, we we did not even in Texas. Were we even in Texas? You know what? This is so I know we were in Texas because when I left, so I, you actually and I went to the airport about the same time, like 10 minutes apart, which is really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was like what, like three forty-five in the morning, and it I was go to it was early, and I go to walk to the air to the um, elevator, and they were playing country music, okay, like like there not you go. like it modern country music, but like like old time, not not super old timey, but I'm gonna say like eighties country music, and I was just like, oh yes, we are in Texas, like despite the plush <laughs> surroundings of the Omni, I was like, nope, we are, and there was also a giant Texas state flag out by the golf course. I don't know if you saw that. In, as I you literally were, missed it. As you were staring down at me and texting me from your hotel room while I was waiting I, you on the lawn. I could see her on the lawn being all nice and social and it happened to be right out my window and I'm like, oh, look, the appetizers are coming. Hey, and she, I can see her looking around like, where the heck is she? I'm like, not coming down. Good up here. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, <laughs> you did eventually join me though and we were there. I did. I did. We were there. I miss, uh, before I get into the toy crown, I'm going to say one thing. I, I, you and I sleep in a lot of hotel rooms and lately I've been sleeping a lot more than you have. Um, I have never slept so well in a hotel room except for like the dream hotels as I did at the Omni Barton Creek. And I don't think it's because I was just completely worn out. It was quiet. Like the, it was, it was just serene and like it smelled not bad, but it kind of, this is going to be weird. It kind of had the scent of a man a little bit. Like mine had like a, it had like a little bit of an aftershave smell and it was just my like so comforting. Just, my room just smelled like a room. I don't know what Eileen's room smelled like people. My room just smelled like a regular room. But maybe it wasn't the scent of a man. Maybe it was just like a little like, oh, oh, you've been delivered Starbucks. I did. My daughter just snuck it and brought me a coffee. Oh. She's my favorite child right now. She's well, waving like, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I just... I, I it just was like I don't know it was a it was a muskier scent and it wasn't like okay. bad musky because there's bad musky and it wasn't like Axe body spray it was just like it was like oh it smells like a little touch of home like I enjoy like I really enjoy we're so, going down a path we need I to know. move on okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyway Barton Creek uh, Resort and Spa is only 20 minutes from the airport with no traffic it's only 20 minutes from downtown with no traffic so it's actually a really yeah. good spot um 
it was I, I enjoyed it. It was four thousand acres. It says on the website, and that's a lot of land, especially in well, Austin. even the hotel itself. The hotel itself, even obviously, the hotels and all those acres, but it's a very big hotel. It's very spread out. There's like you have to go if your rooms are in a certain section, you're on wing one, and another section you're on wing two. And but it's it's an absolutely gorgeous hotel. I felt it was so, everyone there. Like sometimes you go to these hotels and you can see there's a mix of leisure traveler and business traveler. I feel like the only people there who weren't leisure travelers were the people there for Toyota. That was it. Yes. Everybody else is in like bathing suits and golf clothes and flip flops. And I'm like, I, I want to wear my bathing suit and flip flops. I can't wear that to dinner. <laughs> I mean, we could have. However, <laughs> we could technically no one would have stopped us. But still. yeah, <laughs> there's a professional reputation we have to uphold there that you don't get on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's beside the point. So we were there for the 2023 Toyota Crown, which yes. is not a replacement for the Toyota Avalon, despite how much everyone says, because that's what their marketing team has said. And yes. is that correct? I They say it is. They say it's a replacement for the Avalon, but is it really? It doesn't feel like a replacement for the Avalon. It feels too different to be a replacement for the Avalon. Yeah. So our colleagues are big on calling it a replacement for the Avalon because the Avalon's going away and the Crown's coming back in. But Toyota, and this is like paraphrasing a quote that their head of marketing gave me is that they are constantly analyzing the market, seeing what works and what doesn't work. And they're looking to bring in new types of vehicles. And it just so happened that throwing out the rule book on the crown was going to happen. Now, the crown's like 15 generations old. So it's not like a new vehicle. It so just it's, it's not, it's new here. I mean, like we haven't had it here. It's been in Europe for ages. Like everyone in Europe, Europe and is Asia. Like, hey, okay. yeah. Right. So, but, but here to most of America, it's like, what? It is new. Well, it, it isn't. It's just new to you probably. Yeah. It left America in, in 1972, I believe. Right. So most so, people who are car buyers don't remember it. Um, don't remember yeah. that it was ever here. Yeah. But yeah, so they made it in four different versions and I'm going to say there's a sedan, there's a hatchback, there's a high riding sedan. With yeah. a lift back-ish um, yeah. trunk thing that's coming to America. And then there's another version of it that I don't remember. Um, that's probably more SUV-like. But anyway, so there's four different versions worldwide. We get this high-riding thing. Um, thing. It's a car. It's a Corolla Venza up front. It's got... It's a it's a Honda Cross Tour in the back. Like, it really, so to I me, reminds me of the Honda Cross Tour. What, I, what it looks to me like... I mean, the, the higher ride height, when you first look at it, it makes you think that it's actually something that's a crossover. Because it, it has that crossover styling. But what I think it looks like is when you... Like if you took a, a legit crossover, make a crossover, and then just in the clay modeling phase, put your hand just about above the the back window and go squoosh and squish it, just like squoosh. It does and feel squish a bit it down squoosh. a little bit, and it sounds like a bad thing, but it's kind of a neat style. I don't dislike it. It's just that's what it makes me think of. Like it just took a crossover and you just squish the back just a little bit, um, and, but it's not a hatchback either. No, it's not, and it's got the trunk thing that kind of reminds me of, reminds me of a Lucid Air. It's got mm-hmm. kind of a squared off back end uh, with that. Now, I do think it's it's for that crowd that bought the what the PT Cruiser, the Chevy HHR, yeah. the Kia Soul, where they want a little bit higher uh, of a seat, a hip point for their seat because it makes ingress and egress easier. Um, it's it's that sort of, of crowd. And you can fit tall adults in the back. Like you can definitely fit four people in the back. Like it reminded me of a Cadillac in that respect. Like the old Cadillacs mm-hmm. back in the day, you'd be like, this is a luxurious boat and I can fit four adults in it comfortably. Like you can fit four adults yeah. in it quite, quite comfortably. And, you know, it makes sense to me, right? If you look at it on paper, it makes perfect sense. If you look at it in person in silver, it's not bad, right? It looks, it looks like yeah. what you think. If you look at it in the two-tone red and black, what are your thoughts, Nicole? Okay, I, I I like it. 
but it's different. Like it's, it's, I don't know. One minute I look at it and I'm like, oh, that looks really, really good. And even has like a little bit of a black sort of, I don't know, insert applique section that runs along right along the, the bottom of the car on the sides on the profile view. And I'm like, oh, it looks cool. And then I'm like, mm, I don't know. I go back and forth. I can't decide if I like it. It's ugly. You don't like it. No, it's ugly. I, yeah, I, I can I, see I, 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 face. I have no, I have no difference like, of opinion. I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. But no, to speak, I, I wanted to mention for the roominess, when you're talking about the roominess of this, so I was really curious just how roomy it was. We're in the five, six-ish crowd, you and I. I sat in the front seat and positioned it exactly how I would drive, and I'm like, we're average height for women. And one of our colleagues, Robbie, got in the back seat behind me. He's over six feet or six Robbie's feet. Robbie's tall. Exactly. Yeah. Robbie's tall. He sat down. He had no problem. Like, where I had the seat adjusted, he had plenty of room for his knees, plenty of room for his head. So there is, there. this is a pretty spacious vehicle. Even yeah, if Eileen I, hates how it looks in the two-tone red and black, it's very spacious. In the silver, it's fine. I have no problems with silver. And let's be honest, it's Toyota. Most people are going to buy it in silver. So I feel like that's the right move. Uh, but yeah, like I just, I don't think it's a bad vehicle. I think it makes sense on paper. It'll be interesting to see who buys it. I think people will buy it. People bought the old Venza, which is kind of a similar-ish body style to this. That's which what makes it makes sense me, to me think of. Because I don't think people who bought, I mean, uh, Toyota's marketing can probably prove me wrong if they want, but I feel like people who, the people I know who bought the Venza were just like, I need a little bit more space. I don't really need the whole big crossover SUV thing because my kids aren't little enough to care about car seats and all their stuff anymore. But I like having little space. I like having, like having that little ride height. And I want something that's kind of a little bit nicer. Like I don't need a luxury brand. I want it to look a little nicer inside. And I feel like the crown could... A very much appeal to that same person who's like, oh, I got my higher ride height. It's roomy. It's comfortable. It looks kind of nice inside. If I want to get the red and black just because Eileen hates it, I can do that. So I think there's I think there's definitely I think Venza people will like this. I also have to say, as as a woman who wears dresses and skirts a lot, um, which mm -hmm. if you knew me in my childhood, you would never believe was a thing today <laughs> because I, I did not wear one the entire time I was going to school, except for in kindergarten, when a, a lovely man who is, I believe now a minister, um, pulled my skirt over my head when I was in kindergarten. And that was the last time I wore a skirt the entire time I was in school. Oh my God. Yeah, it was it was a traumatic life event. And oh, Billy, geez. if you're listening, I hope that you when you found the priesthood that it, you have repented for your sin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have come I have come past it. Um no, I like no joking, he is literally a minister now. Um but That's um funny. but I do like when you get out of a car, when you climb out of a stand, so, like I love the BMW four series. That's no secret. But when I get out of that and I have to hoist myself and I've got a skirt on or whatever, and you're climbing over the bolster and you're just like, well, this looks inappropriate to most of the world. Um, I do like something that's a little bit higher riding, which is, again, I do like crossovers and trucks and all that. Because even when you're sliding out of a giant truck like the F-150 Raptor R, it's easy to hide your modesty. And so it I don't need, I don't want to have to do like the purse trick to try and like get in and out of the vehicle. Right. And, and so something right. like this. Now, here's my hope is that they put a plug in hybrid uh, powertrain in it. They make it zippy because that's what Toyota has been doing, like they did with the RAV4 prime you can make a crown prime which sounds very exciting and regal the crown, crown prime, prime sounds like you're the main like you're no longer the heir and the spare you're the heir you're the heir you're the main event welcome to the you're show not the spare you are no. the heir <laughs> go away prince harry um so <laughs> so yeah like i want them to do that make it zippy give it like a hundred more horsepower uh, i think it'd be fantastic like as an yeah. everyday like vehicle around town, um, even if you're not the type that wears a dress every day, it could be like really fun. Um, and I don't but wear we a dress haven't every day. This, so we don't. So we no. only get to look at this. So it could be modestly zippy already. 
It could be zippy-ish. I like you're like modestly zippy. I like it's a choice. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> I feel like that's fair, right? It could kind yeah. of have a kind of like a modest amount of zip, but not like zip, but like well, yeah, like and it's got an efficient zip, right? With the PM, which is what you get. I do like. Um, so we do have. There are two engines in it. Both of them are hybrids. Um, it kind of follows Toyota, what Toyota is doing, where they're moving slowly toward electric vehicles. We'll see some electrified stuff later. Um, but they mm-hmm. are just kind of moving into more hybrids and. It's engines that we've seen elsewhere before. So I think that they're going to prove out. I'm really interested to drive it. We'll drive it in a couple months um, and we'll kind of see where it shakes out. But I do think it makes a lot of sense for the market. I think it's one of those things. If you talk to people, they'll be like, oh, okay, I get that. Like, I'm okay with that. Um, And the average, they'll say the average age is going to come down for the buyer compared to the Avalon. uh, I believe that. Yeah. The average age for an Avalon buyer in 2018 was 66. So really, it was not. Was it really? It was. That's what they quoted us. I, I wow, literally was looking through that. my notes from that launch, which you and I did together, where we accidentally yeah. went, went to the nude the nude beach that was near the paragliding port. And it, <laughs> truly, folks, it was an accident. We were like, oh, look at this cute little restaurant. And I wander over. I'm like, oh, not what I was expecting with my sandwich today. Okay. <laughs> chips and a view. <laughs> yeah, chips and quite a view. <laughs> anyway, San Diego, if you want to go, uh, you you yeah. know where it is, San Diego. You can go ahead and Google that. Um, But it looked like a lovely scenic outlook for us yes. to go enjoy our lunch. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Avalon, this generation, I felt like it was a miss. So I, do, I will not miss it. But I do, I'm excited for the crown. I do think it makes a lot yeah. of sense for a lot of buyers. Um, and I think pricing is going to be really good on it because Twitter does really well with that. So we'll they see what do. happens. Um, yeah, you know, so that's obviously, the crown. yeah, that's the crown. Okay. So when we get back from break, we'll talk about something slightly more interesting. Um, not, maybe not more interesting, but just a little bit different. We'll talk about road trips destinations, which you and I have, yes. uh, we, we like eating. It's no secret. We, we like pie, uh-huh. pie, pie, food, et cetera, et cetera. We'll be right back. Right, we are back with Fast Women, and you and I have been Fast Women driving up and down the East Coast from Boston, Massachusetts, as if there's, I mean, there's other Bostons, but as if there's another Boston. The only um, to Boston. Portland, Maine. Yes. yes. Yeah, you can say that. You can say that. I'll give you, I've been to Boston, New York, spent some time living near there. Um, a lovely, a lovely hamlet. Uh, but Boston, Massachusetts to Portland, Maine. Um, it's, it's cute. So we, I've actually, so Jake, who works for me, you know Jake. Um, Jake is actually taking his wife on a romantic weekend. Ooh. to the boston portland area and oh, a couple of weeks a couple of it was her request um not to not give jake props but it was her request um so a couple of weeks ago i actually hit you up and i was like hey could you give us seafood recommendations because jake's gonna uh, jake wants all this and i was like nicole's got it so then yeah you were writing an article for AAA northeast right yes they asked me to write a story about and it was like hey can you write us a story about the best road trip food stops in the Northeast. I was like, yes. And it was literally just, I sat down in the funny situation and I like started making a list and I'm saying to my husband and my daughter, where else have we stopped? And like this place, that place, that place, because I live in the Northeast. I've been hitting road trip destinations in the Northeast my whole life. But some of my favorites are on that stretch when you go sort of up the coast, up to Portland, especially if you want seafood. And so here's my big seafood thing. Okay. If the seafood place looks really fancy, if it's like all she she on the outside and it looks like hipster, don't go there. Don't no, go there. No, do not go there. If the seafood fl- place looks ever so slightly questionable, you're like, hmm, there's like lobster traps hanging as decor and like buoys stuck to the outside of the wall. And maybe the you will look inside and there's like vinyl booths that are possibly older than you are. It's going to be amazing. 
That's yeah, how that's you the know. place you want to go because they put mm-hmm. all their money into the food. Like they that's put all where their you money into be. the food. They don't care if it's fancy. They're just like, we're going to give you the best seafood you've ever had. And so that's that's my tip for finding things. And one of my favorite places, there's one, uh, I want to start north and come south, or we're we just going to pop all over the place talking about let's, places. Let's start north and come south, which is the opposite direction we usually go on a road trip. So my brain's yes. going to have to like flip and readjust. So let's go. Okay. We're going to start so, in Portland, Maine. We're going to start in Portland, Maine. In Portland, Maine, there is a place called Becky's Diner. It's right along the waterfront. And it is the kind of diner that if you show up after like 930 in the morning, you're going to on a Saturday, you're going to wait forever. So you like get up early, get there or don't get up early and prepare, be prepared to wait. And it's totally worth it. You know what you can get there? You can get lobster in your omelet. You can get a lobster omelet. So your cheese omelet or your whatever omelet or just you're like, oh, I'm going to have some breakfast. I'd like lobster in my omelet. You can do that. It is I, amazing. I appreciate the fact, and this is, you don't have to ask up there. It is authentic lobster. It's not that fish, crab, like fake, lo- no, it is legit lobster. So it's going to be good and succulent and tasty. Um, mm-hmm. I had lobster last week at dinner. So and if they, and if you're a Becky's, if you're later, of course, they have a lobster roll, which I don't think it's technically a law, but I feel like it should be a law that you cannot enter the state of Maine without having a lobster roll before you leave. It should be a oh, lot. Oh, I like that. I like that with butter. Because mm-hmm. I like, oh, yeah. I like a butter. Right? Butter and it has roll. to be lobster, not like this, like, lobster salad garbage with plenty oh. of, like, all that. No, it should just be lobster in a roll. Lobster, and butter. Just, and some butter. And if the roll's, like, been toasted and buttered, there's roll options. But lobster in a roll. If it's like, oh, there's chunks of lettuce and celery and man, No, you have been cheated. Just lobster so becky's has fantastic but my favorite thing there is their lobster omelet first thing in the morning so lobster omelet is a check now here's the question you do have to go to holy donut that's also a requirement <gasps> if you're in portland yes. and for the kennebunk potato donuts which if you have not tried it is worth flying to portland just to eat those um <laughs> so the question is do you do you while you go to becky's you send someone from your party to go get the holy donut so you have those for later in the day because i feel like you can't not have both and no, this is I feel like quite you, the no, internal you, internal conundrum. You, so you go to Becky's. Well, see, if, depending on how much of an early riser you are, you could hit the Holy Donut first, put them in your car, and then go to Becky's. But if not, go to Becky's, then check out the Holy Donut because you don't know what varieties they have. They're one of those places that they could be done for the day at noon. They could be done for the day at two. It sort of depends when they sell out. So you don't quite know what's going to be there every time. And sometimes there's fancy, funky flavors. So, But the, yeah, the donuts are to die for. They're the, Like, if you're truly on a road trip, it's where you want to buy a dozen and maybe you each have one and then you just nibble the remainder for the rest of your trip or when you're hiking or as you drive along because donuts, they're like the perfect road trip food. I love that you insinuated that my family would only eat one donut per person. I (laughs) I think that's an adorable assumption because that is clearly not going to be the case. I was trying to make it sound like I'm a responsible grown up. I'm not. We'd order a dozen. We'd have four to eat later. (laughs) (laughs) That is the way I like. That's why our families get along. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. So so I love Portland. And I think I think Becky's Diner is a good recommendation. Lobster is always a good recommendation in Portland. I mean, you really cannot go wrong. You can watch them literally pull it off the boat in front of you. And you can serve it to you and that is the way to go so okay so portland you're moving a little south we get to kennebunk which is famous for kennebunk port which is where george w bush hw bush george bush one uh yes. had his family compound has his yes. family compound it's um, still he there and his yeah. wife yeah he and his wife uh have passed on but their family is still there and w and his family are there um yes so yeah so everybody kind of goes up there so kennebunk port is famous for that but 
also famous for blueberry pie, which, yes. you know, pie is our hot spot of life. Is it? In so. fact, I am going to pick blueberries on Friday and I'm making my own blueberry pie this weekend. It's going to be amazing. But if you want to buy a blueberry pie, you have to go to Maine and because they're known for their blueberries. And the in New England, our press organization is the New England Motor Press Association. And we do this ragtop ramble every year. Where we go from Boston up to Maine and we stop at the Colony Hotel. That's where it ends. And we have lobster. It's like a big clam bake type thing. You can have all the lobster and clam chowder and stuff that you want. And also blueberry pie. They have incredible blueberry pie. You can buy a whole pie, like a whole one if you want. Or if you stop there, you can get just a slice. I strongly recommend but buying why a whole would pie. You, as I say, why would you buy just a slice? Like right. that, seems, so like, that seems very, very not the way it should and be. And given that we've already established how both our families work, you will stop there, you will have a slice, then you will buy a whole pie to take with yes. you. You don't have a slice <laughs> from the pie you're taking. That's like the road pie. And then there's the slice that you have while you're there pie. They're separate things. So yeah, so take, so if you want blue and the view, you cannot beat the view because it's this great, big, huge, old hotel, like grand white hotel it's beautiful columns and it's so striking and when you walk out the back door you're looking right at the ocean it's absolutely stunning so just to have your moment where you sit and you look at the ocean in maine it's absolutely gorgeous so it's worth a stop pie or otherwise i will say this i would not go there on a weekend in the summer it's not too crazy it depends on the weekend sometimes it can be mobbed because the roads are that very tiny very narrow England thing yeah. very narrow very congested so it's kind of like if you went in the weekend just during the summer don't just go for that like plan to say i'm going to find a place somewhere here to park and then i'm going to sit there and i'm going to wander around and explore the area and and walk up to the hotel it's not you know don't plan to drive all over the place there during a weekend because it does get really congested and crowded because of tourists 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 there are some really cute airbnbs uh in kind mm-hmm. of um, that you can get that you have great ocean views. You can go swimming. There's beaches there. They're very rocky beaches, very, very New England beaches, like Rhode Island and mm-hmm. up. It's what you're going to get. Um, but I, I, I enjoy it, Kennebunkport. I really, yeah. I really do. It's very cute. That whole area, I, the whole it's area. I just, little... look, just circle Maine. I enjoy Maine. I know. That's Maine where is we fun. Are. Maine is Maine fun. Is it's fun. not all yeah. icebergs, um, especially <laughs> in the summer. So, <laughs> all right. So if we go down Kennebunkport, um, down Portland, so we're, we're down from Portland, down from mm-hmm. Kennebunkport, we get mm-hmm. to Kittery, which is on the New Hampshire Maine border. Yes. Which is where you pay an exorbitant fee to get into Maine on the thruway if you oh, are going yes. on the thruway. It's like $7. Yeah, it's expensive. Like, I mean, I will say this, the roads are fantastic, but it's like $7. <laughs> it is And you pricey. actually have to pay a toll to get in and out of Portland too because Portland's on a peninsula. So like, yeah. just keep that in mind. Like, You're going to want to bring cash, which yes. is also or like have- in what... Or have your handy dandy easy pass. They take easy pass all the way up to Maine. You can do easy yeah. pass all the way from Maine down to Florida now. I feel like easy pass is the quickest way to lose $20 in Maine. <laughs> like, it's like, you're like, oh, I didn't even notice that $20 left me because I had to right. pay tolls everywhere. Exactly. Tolls, tolls, tolls. But if you're going on the coastal road, there are no tolls. Um, once you get from Portland South, you can just kind of yeah. wander around. And there's really cute little towns. I mean, it's, it's, it is coastal, idyllic maine like it is exactly yes. what you came for um but as you get down to kittery you have a clam hut that you recommend which yeah clam hut sounds intriguing okay so once again remember my thing about if it looks really just ever so slightly sketchy it probably has amazing seafood that is bob's clam hut it's not just a clam hut it's bob's clam hut that's literally the name of the place i love it's, that it's bob's like it's bob's. not like you know like some it's just bob's bob's you know bob's it's good because it's bob's 
Yeah. Bob's. Yeah. Bob's claim hut. And I always like, I'm a big fan of fish and chips. They have fantastic fish and chips. You can, you, you drive up the parking lot is the size of a postage stamp and everyone's always trying to get into it. So if you can park, there's it's Kittery is also a big, um, outlet area. There's tons of outlet shopping. So park in one of the outlet shopping areas right near it. If you can't find a parking space, just walk over. It's super easy to walk over, but you walk inside and it is so tiny and so not looking like it's going to be fancy, but it, it is fantastic. Order your food at this window. They call your number. You can eat inside the little restaurant, sort of like the sprawling little tiny, it's tiny, but it's weirdly shaped or just walk out the door to the back. And when you walk out to the back, there's picnic tables and little trees blowing in the wind and it's really nice you can sit out back but the if you like fish and chips if you like fried clams bob's clam hut and yeah you're gonna look at it on the side of the road and think she's sending us to like die it does not look fancy you guys it's the best i've eaten there more times than i can count because this is very close kittery is not that i mean it's not that far for me it's right over the new hampshire border so it's a, a quick quick little drive up there so i've been many a time it's fantastic so I have a question. As someone who is there all the time, do you have to stop at the Kittery Trading Post every time or is that just something no. that naturally happens? I feel like you do that one time because you're like, wow, that looks really super cool. And then you're like, huh, okay. You get I your experienced fill, you get your hot nuts and get on out. Yeah, you're coming like I've kind of, okay. So I don't, I think I've literally been there twice in my okay, whole so, life. So how do, and so I've, I've been, been to Kittery countless times. So we should probably describe what the Kittery Trading Post is for those who have not ventured this way. It is a large, sizable, I'm going to say Walmart sized, but it's like multiple levels. So like, keep Mm -hmm. that in mind. Um, Emporium of outdoors (laughs) goods. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a Dick's Sporting Goods mixed with your local sports store um, plus kitsch Mm -hmm. um, and home goods. And, yeah. uh, you know, snacks, like, I think snacks, there's like snacks. snacks. Yeah, it's like, it's like where bat you can see like the origins of Bass Pro Shop and the origins of Dick's Sporting. Yes. Like, you could see like, oh, this is their origin story like here. And it's been around for like a hundred years or something. Like it's been around it's, forever. Yeah, it's been around a long time and it's but, even grown. It wasn't as big as it is now physically the building. It's grown over the years. So it's like a huge log cabin too it's mm-hmm. enormous it is you can't you, you miss can't, it you can't miss it and there are signs forever um and people go there it's a destination people have magnets from their house that are there yeah um, it's there you you can get some good deals if you're looking for stuff a little out you of can. season mm-hmm. like that's if you're into the out of doors and you want to want to uh it, get some skis or something out of season you can do that there um but it is it is really something it is it is a stop it is if you'd like some hot fudge you can get that there as well there's a fudge. lot of you can get there because of course you can because it's like when you stop at any of those places along there has to be fudge there also has to be salt water taffy oh there there's definitely be. salt yeah right? i'm sure there's salt, salt water taffy does there. anybody on the planet still eat salt water taffy that's under the age of 85 i don't know but my father as a dentist would tell you that he appreciates everyone who has ever had salt water <laughs> taffy in their life and especially those who give it away at halloween that's his favorite mm-hmm. holiday so mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it should I be think, for a dentist like, I, I feel like maybe if you had a Delaware, people eat it. Like, if, I don't know why Delaware, but like, maybe like, <laughs> I was gonna say, how'd you pick Delaware? Like Delaware, it's your fault. There's saltwater taffy. Of all the states, Delaware came to me. Tax Haven and saltwater taffy. I feel like it's um, like maybe it's because they have um, like, like the New Jersey shore and the Delaware shore, like Rehoboth Beach and like, like Cape May. And you're like, that feels like a place where you would have a nostalgic saltwater taffy 
I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's just where I came up with. It's still okay. kind of early for me. Delaware. Okay, Delaware, enjoy your saltwater taffy because now we've given that to you. <laughs> Congratulations. You've won a prize. <laughs> so if you leave Kittery and you go straight over the borders, you go across this bridge, which is fantastic. Um, and the it's a crazy intersection. If you ever, um, if you look at like Google Maps and you look at the main turnpike and the very first exit over the New Hampshire main border, um, it has like 30 different off ramps. It is crazy looking. And it's very tiny because everything's in a very small space because it's on the coast. So just take mm-hmm. a gander at that if you're a nerd like I am uh, and want to look at a map. Um, but anyway, so if you get right over the border, you're in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which Yay. I'm a big fan of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I think it Same. is one of the cutest little quaint towns in America. And it's not even that little anymore. Like it's grown a little bit, but it's it's in a tight space. So you still have like all that historical stuff. You've got a great walkable downtown area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's still got that like seashore from the 171800s vibe going on. There's navy stuff there. So it's just like it's really it's really one of the kind of the the best secret kept towns in America, I think, honestly. Yes, and it's really it's really sweet. And we also have a, the uh, tax-free New Hampshire thing going on. So you'll pay your sales tax. Stop and get your liquor and cigarettes and lottery tickets, ladies and gentlemen. That's the way <laughs> way to go. <laughs> Before you go and pay your $7 to get to Maine. Um Right. But anyway, so so in Portsmouth, there is a little place called Gino's Chowder and Sandwich Shop. And that's Gino's with an E. Um, mm-hmm. You can find it at Gino'sChowder.com. It's not like a super shack, but it's also like a super nice restaurant. It's a good in between. But if you look at their menu, call for their daily selection of chowders and stews, which is like that warms my, my cockles have been warmed. My chowder cockles have been warmed. When it changes from day to day and you don't yes. really know. And it's like, what's today's chowder? That's very New England to have changing so- selection of chowder on your menu <laughs> and and this is what it says and this is in blue not black so you know it's sincere we offer a sample of our chowders so please ask i would like a tasting sampler of chowders i feel like i could not be more new england at that moment could you get like a chowder flight like i just <gasps> want like a little bit of ever i want all your chowders in a little bowl with like a little thing that says this is your clam chowder and this is your whatever it has chowder, to be styrofoam though it has to be little styrofoam cups yeah it can't be yes. cute little glass it has to be little styrofoam She's tiny little styrofoam cups. Yes. A, a chowder that flight. Would I would be down for that. A chowder Definitely. flight? Yeah. So here's all the different chowders they have. They have New England clam chowder, fish chowder, seafood chowder, mm. corn chowder, lobster stew, and oyster stew. So they've got it all. Like they're all the yeah. liquid the liquid seafood you can handle is all in one space. And mm-hmm. and they also have, they have lobster rolls. And they have something called a jumbo lobster roll, which is five ounces, which I'm down. But it comes with a pickle and I don't care for a pickle. So I you can have like my pickle. I feel like you could say, okay, I feel... <laughs> Oh, she loves me. I know. Um, Ashley, in the picture, it looks just like like a couple of like a little like butter pickles, like the, not like a dill pickle. Like a I want no pickles. I do. But not what's care really good is you look at these pictures. There's like a lettuce little like like layer between the roll and the lobster, and then just lobster, just lobster, and the big thing of the melted butter. And it looks like there's mayonnaise there if you want it, but like the butter, just. Put the mayonnaise, take that off your plate, push it to the side. Go with that giant thing of melted butter. That's where it's at, people. They have local and regional beers, Pinot Grigio, Chardonnay, and Cabernet. I don't know if that's local or not, but I will still drink it. Um, Mm. Credit cards are accepted, which is also an important thing for people to remember. When you're traveling to these small towns, especially on the coast, uh, like we experienced in Mackinac City, not everyone takes Mm -hmm. credit cards. So it is important. I mean- yeah, have some cash on you. Um, have a little cash in your pocket. also remember, when you're traveling on the coast and you're ordering fresh seafood, daily prices are a thing. So make sure mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's not going to vary a lot from day to day, but just anticipate that you will have a menu without prices on it, and you'll have to look at the right. board that will tell you how much it will cost. 
Right. Because um, it all depends what that day's catch, how that worked out and what the prices were when they bought it. Because it literally is that fresh. And they're order- getting a lot of stuff like, you know, the day that you're getting it on your plate is the day that it came out of the ocean, <laughs> which is fantastic because it tastes fresh and it will ruin you for other seafood because you're like, wait, this doesn't taste like that. Yes, because it didn't just come out of the water 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Nicole, the website says they have whole pies and cakes. Ooh, do I need to go up here now? What kind of pies? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't, there's a picture of a pie with a menu that is completely covered in that stuff that they could just spray down like that plasty menu stuff. Ooh. Oh, so you know it's good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I, just, I'm, I just saw the pie. I don't know how I missed that the first time. But I the might pie. have to drive up there now like this weekend. Portsmouth is close. I could do it. And then I also it. love that their website, you know, this is how authentic they are. They don't have like the, the staged photos. They actually have a photo of three pots of chowder on their stove in their actual kitchen. Like, like that's you can their, tell this like, is, I love yeah. that. I love that. It's that is authentic like this, America. It's not a pretty like ins, it is not Instagram worthy. It is totally just genuine. Like, here's the chowder in our battered pots cooking on. The, and it looks amazing. I don't know what those are, but all three of those. I want a flight of those three things of chowder. I want a chowder please, flight. Please go there this weekend. Tell them what we would like to but We would like to come up and have a chowder flight and see if a they would be open flight. to that. Um, I we'll want pay. a chowder flight. Like, I don't yeah. need anything for free. I will pay for a chowder flight, but I, I just want, I want that to flight. be a thing. Mm-hmm. I will let them know. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Please, Gino, call us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, okay, so you're going to go up there this weekend. I'm actually going to head out this afternoon. I'm going to go to Texas and do something cool. We'll talk about it on our next episode. Um, and we'll talk about some vehicles we've been driving lately because we've been driving a bunch yeah. of stuff at home we haven't really talked about because we've been so busy on the road. Um, yeah. So we'll come back. We'll do that and more on our next episode of Fast Women. See ya. Bye. Bye.